Welcome to Legends of Greyskull, the podcast that dives deep into the mythology of Masters of the Universe, with your hosts, Matthew Dooch and Sean Scavana. News, reviews, remasterings, and more are just ahead on Legends of Greyskull. Welcome to episode 79 of Legends of Grayskull, guys. Today we are going to finish up our review of the Netflix Master Universe Revelation Part 2. We're going to be talking about episode 5 today. We've already covered episodes 1 and 2 in episode 77, 3 and 4 in episode 78, and so today we're going to look at the final episode of this series. Uh, now remember, make sure you watch the episode first, because we are not going to break it down beat by beat. We are we watched the episode, and now we're going to talk about it. So, And remember, all of these were recorded at the same time. We just broke it up to make it a little easier to enjoy in a podcast form. So we're going to jump right back in here. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys, and enjoy. Wow. Whew. <laughs> that was an episode. Just a bit. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Just a bit. <laughs> wow, that's 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 a lot to unpack there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning sign in. Off. Thanks for tuning in. Good night. Don't forget to tip your waiters. <laughs> well, first off, the well let, let's let's start with the battle there because you brought it up at the end of the episode four talk. And it really did seem like just about all of that battle was in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Um, but yeah, pretty much it pretty much went went that way. Oh, there was. I, I I don't even know where to begin dissecting this. Um, it it went very quickly. It's a very good episode. Don't get me wrong, guys. I, I really enjoyed it. It's just that that is a lot. Um, so, uh, Tila, mm-hmm. T- Tila, Tila takes the plunge. That's what we start off with. She decides she is ready. She's ready to give it all up. And uh, we're gonna be jumping all around this episode because these storylines pretty much intermingled. But let's talk about Tila and her ascension to sorceress. I guess I guess the frustrating part for me and why I'm having so much trouble starting this off is because there wasn't a lot there wasn't as many answers as I was hoping for. You know, interesting. We get, well, we get, you know, well right off the bat here, I mean it's no 
at the at the end of this episode, there is still no reason why Skeletor can't go back up to Adam, grab the power sword, and change back into Skelly God. You know that what I mean? There's no. I mean, I just have to live with the fact that in this universe, anybody can pick up the sword of power and be transformed if they know the incantation. And I was, I guess I was just, to the end here, I was holding out hope that there was some sort of loophole, some sort of check on that power. Same thing we get with Tila. She becomes a sorceress. She looks fabulous. Oh my god, that design, that blend of her, you know, Mm -hmm. her tiara in the headdress and her Tila, you know, armor, the warrior goddess armor and Mm -hmm. the robes and the the Zor motif, wonderfully done, wonderfully designed. I actually think this is my favorite look for Tila in the series and honestly, I want a third Tila in Masterverse now because I want (laughs) this Tila. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, her battle with, with Hevelin um, <laughs> was amazing as well. But she, and, and they said, she has found a way to be the first sorceress that can retain her power outside of Grayskull. And there is no reason given for that. You know? Well, you know, she makes the comment about, you know, keeping the friends and that's the power and all this and that. But it's like, okay, so if if Tila Na hadn't given up Tila and Duncan, she could have? You know what I mean? Like, is it really that simple? Like, you just choose not to? Here's the thing about that, that uh, when I saw the episode, I automatically knew that was how they're going to pull it. And it's not because I read any spoilers or I I saw any videos. It's the nature of the writing style of how this works in today's era where it's the, well, we'll we'll make it work within, here's the new version, but we're also going to make all this other stuff wrap into it so then that way it isn't going to be as tethered the way that it was when we were kids, because that was one of my biggest complaints about the sorceress originally. Anyway, was it was to me, she really was just like pointless at times because she couldn't go out and do much. She was just Zor all the time. And I always hated that from a personal standpoint as a kid, I was like, if the sorceress could go out and do things, I'd actually really enjoy watching an episode like that. Never, you know, I mean, she'd go out, Every now and then, like on uh, Teela's quest and all that right. stuff, but it, it was never in a way where like two um, thousand X was the closest that I could think of where we got to that where she fought Provis. And you know, it's like I, it, it is. It, it's the it's the have your cake and eat it too of storytelling the way it's done nowadays. Yeah, no, I- and then. The minute that it's like, okay, Teal is finally doing this, I'm like, there's no way she's going to be stuck in Grayskull forever. They're going to no. do it where she's going to say, this is how I'm doing it, and 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 the everybody's going to flinch and go, okay, and they just, you know, they back away from her like this, and I wasn't surprised. And also, no, the other I, thing... I wanted... I want them to do it. I don't want Teela to be stuck in Grayskull. I want her to find a way to break the cycle. 
but give me a reason how she was able to. You know what I mean? Like that that speech about you know I want I'm not going to give up my life just to become Sorceress of Grayskull. That's to me that's not the loophole that's needed. You know what I mean? That's that's that. So if any of the previous sorceress eyes had had just said, you know, hey, I'm not giving up my friends and family, then they could have done it too. Like, give me a reason why Tila's the special one. I don't, give me a reason why she thing. can break the cycle. I don't. You know I, I mean? don't have a reason, but no, I just have it. Neither do it, they. Like, there is that deep down. It's just that's the way it works because there's always this tradition of we're breaking right. the cycle for the next generation because that's that's kind of the nature of the beast and right. in, in like in our culture as well as in storytelling nowadays. And it's just, I guess that. I I just viewed it from a hey I figured that would happen I, I yeah. like uh, even even um I was waiting for it and and it happened even in this one too where you know she had that we have the power and it's like this yeah. is going to be going forward it's all going to be that and honestly it doesn't bother me because CGI He Man already started the ball rolling with that and I enjoy how that works and it, you know she even says at the end no more secrets so yeah. Who knows? If we get a season two, uh, we might actually find out how she got the loophole to make that into her version of the Sorceress versus the uh, traditional ones. It might be something... To me, it seems like something that Adam eventually would say. It's, how did you manage to do this? Because he does bring it up at the end. Yeah. Saying, so, now you're a Sorceress, but you can get out of Grey Skull, so maybe you don't need me anymore and all that. And it well, could be was, interesting to to examine it eventually. Yeah, for me personally, that was always kind of my thing with the... Because, yeah, if the sorceress has access to this power and she can leave Grayskull, then really, why do you need He-Man? You know, to me, mm-hmm. that was the whole point, that the sorceress was the that last line of defense. Like, no, we... You know, you're not going to be caught... Grayskull isn't going to be caught off guard because we're going to have a protector that's here. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like regardless, and we'll get the, we'll have the champion mm-hmm. to help the planet. But at the end of the day, we need someone right here. Like this cannot just be this power cannot just be left unattended. And that was kind of the the whole the whole thing with the elders, right? To me, it's it's okay. We cannot just leave this like you know someone get. It's it's that early mini comic thing, like Skeletor can just break in because no one happens to be home at the moment, you know. Mm. So it, the other option with a story though is it could go that route where she learns this is why the sorceress was there all the time, and it, so it's like you you could you could either tell it from a we're going to take a different perspective here's traveling sorceress or here's you know the the. Uh, the homebound sorceress and she's always there and tethered and i there is an element of tila's character where yes she wants to do it on her own terms and she is headstrong enough but i'm always in that mentality of there is a certain amount of youth involved in that Mm -hmm. versus maturity involved in that so having it where you know she sees why that would be the case eventually 
I think she would become her mother at some point down the line after a couple of years of realizing it might not be the best thing to leave Grayskull unattended for long periods if she goes on an adventure or something. Um, sure. So I agree completely with that, it, but yeah, but I was not shocked for a second no. that the story went there for her because she is Tila. Yeah, you know, I would just like a little bit of explanation. You know, just, just give me a lot of reason, you know, but no, it was good. It was good to see her finally embrace her destiny. She got a, a nice fight scene. We saw her change into her Zor Falcon form. Um, mm-hmm. That that was really nicely done. Um, you know, other than that, it was... It was uh, it, uh, Orko. Orko coming back. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I was surprised how much they did what I thought they'd do. <laughs> in that case, okay. I was completely shut. Like, like when we saw the uh, the scarf, or yeah. I, I don't even think that's technically a scarf. I almost felt like it that's was a, something else. But it's like a cape at this point. It's a cape it's like or like a standard or something. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It almost has that kind of a vibe. But I, I kept going. I bet he's gonna be white. I didn't think he'd be red again, like Orko red or whatever. Yeah. And here he was. He was like Gandalf the Grey. Yeah, that was exactly Gandalf, Gandalf the White. Yeah, and, and, yeah that's exactly and what I, I thought too. <laughs> I I was just sitting there going like, they fucking did that. <laughs> like, it yeah. didn't bother me, but it was one of those, you know, like back in July, I was like, I bet he'll be white the next time we see him because it's going to show an ascendance of some sort. And there he is. And actually, I liked it. I, I liked the look of him. And it, it, you notice he didn't mess up once. No. He, he he had his he had his it. shit together. He I love that he even like he turns around and he puts he puts the uh, hallway in there. And it, Run through here, my friends, to safety and all that stuff. And yeah. then, like when you see him fighting Scareglow, I got such a kick out of the fact that they went back to the bubble trick he used on the first yeah. episode of the entire series. And this time it was effective in that way, but uh, I, I got it. I got to give it props though, because um, when I was a kid, one of my absolute favorite moments uh, for Masters in general was still the '87 movie. Yep. Uh, Dolph Lundgren fighting through all the troops to get to the power sword in the throne room, and the music climax and all that, and he pulls the sword off. Mm-hmm. And it's like this trumped that for me as one of the best save the day moments because when when he gets that sword away from Evelyn and she notices the swords out of her hand and it just all of a sudden yeah. and Adam grabs it and that, that is iconic how you say that yes. incantation Chris Wood yes. that was one of my absolute favorite delivery and when he said I have the power it's like man I get chills thinking of how awesome that delivery was in that that moment um and and I the only thing about that transformation I wish they would have done was like the original one they did in the first episode where they would have done inside the beam and him doing all the stuff to show everything building on him again. And instead yeah. they just had the beam and the silhouettes. Yeah. Real, so. real quick on Orko before we get to get to, to he Sure. Um, I, I have to apologize because... Orko did actually die. They they yeah. did kill him. I really thought that they were going to say he just teleported away. You know, the whole 
the 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 banishment spell, but no, he confirmed they he died, but he he was stuck in Subternia, I guess, because of him dying down there. And so mm-hmm. when Evil Lynn rose the the army of the dead, she rose all of the dead, which included him mm-hmm. because he was trapped yep. down there. Um, and I wanted I wonder what happened to Orko down there because Scareglow is scared to shit of him. <laughs> so I think it goes beyond even just the meeting that we saw, you know, when mm-hmm. the whole team was down there. I think they've been battling since then. I think mm-hmm. they've been locked in, in Subternia, Orko and Scareglow because you know, he even said, you know, oh, you you know, you say a king's fear tastes the best. Well, what, you know, what is it something about your fear, you know, being the mm-hmm. king of the dead? And yeah, scared mm-hmm. was like, oh, crap. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really oh, dug that stuff. whole. It, again, you know, I look at yeah. that and I think to myself, I would have never paired Orko versus Scareglow in my entire life no. if I had to put my figures together. And this show has completely made me rethink that being fun, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I'll I'll say it too. I you know I do apologize. I thought the same thing. I thought he just did a teleportation spell and got them out of there. Mm-hmm. And I actually was thrown back too, going like they killed him. That sucks, you know. And then right. now it's like, well, I guess he's not dead, you know. Obviously, from how it ends, but there is that like. Man, you know, there right. there is a part of me now looking at Kevin Smith going, dude, you know, you're just you're just wiping the board for some of these characters. That's yeah. not cool, but we'll com- yeah, we'll come back. back to we'll come back to that at the end. Um <laughs> But yeah, so and I and I thought it was I thought it was fitting that Orko was the one who gets the sword back for Adam. Mm-hmm. Like that, is, that is pure filmation, that is pure vintage, that is that is look what I found. Shh. You know, well, 2000 even, X even, yep, even, yeah, even 2000 yeah. X really went there with him yeah. being one of the original secret keepers. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he was that guy, and for him to be like, "Here you go, Adam." You know, it's like, yeah, this well, this, it, this is home. Exactly, and I, I, the other thing too. I mean, how cool was it when it, it's Adam Cringer and Skeletor still versus Hevelin and yeah, transform beast man, and they turn around, and Evil Lynn is getting a run for a money by fighting Orko, and it's like, how cool is that? Yeah, to know Orko, it's like out of anybody to show up, Orko's got it covered. You know, I mean that that was just cool. I, yeah. I really enjoyed that. And then, <laughs> and then when Adam does transform, I agree. I think they needed a bigger transformation there, um, rather than just the the wipe. Um, mm-hmm. I would I would have loved like a classic transformation too. Like by the power of Grey Skull, freaking the jaw bridge pops up behind him. Mm-hmm. And just the sim even just a simple, because that's a quicker one, you know. I have the power, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh and then even even doing the old him pointing the sword at Battle Cat and you know, transforming him, and they still could have done what they wanted to, because I was taken by shock when He-Man also transformed Skeletor yeah. back into Skelegod. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I I said at the moment I said that's that's not a good idea. <laughs> 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 well, I like that he was even like, "Why did you do that to me?" I wanted you to see what it's like to save the universe. I was like, right. 
you're going to regret this in about another five minutes, probably. Right. <laughs> right. But yeah, that was a, that was a surprise to see He Man, Battle Cat, and Skelly God. But again, great fight scene. All of them versus Battle Dog and Hevelin. You know, mm-hmm. that's that that was that was a good scene. And and I like that Skeletor did. Um, you know. He he did fight the good fight there. He he got right with He Man, and you know, and they gave it to Hevelin. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you know, with, ending when that's when you know Sorceress Tila showed up, and her and Hevelin took their fight, and and then once they're out of the picture, it's like then Skeletor is basically like, well, all right, I guess I kill He Man now. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's the. Only I, cur- Curse you and your sudden but inevitable betrayal. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> I, I actually, I really, uh, first off, I liked Evil Lynn doing the whole, well, I can win this because I can leave. You can't. And then, boom, she's through the roof. Yeah. And I like that uh, Teela has proven, oh, this isn't this isn't the same game. Right. And then on top of that, um, I love how, like, the the lights are out in Grayskull, so it's it's very moody and the the atmosphere is dark but you still see Skeletor and the glowing bits of them in that sequence I know something about that that I really I just enjoy how subdued the lighting is but you still see him standing out against that darkness and then plus on top of that the let this be our final battle and all that and so which I think um, he said at least twice in this series now I think he, yeah, didn't he say it actually in the first episode I, I of the thought, first part too? I thought the very and first episode he said it to yeah, us. Like, I thought so too. Like, all right, Skeletor, you're being a little melodramatic now. Like we we've yeah. had, we've had a few final battles <laughs> now. Like let's take it Which down. Which final a notch. battle is this? Fifty two? Right, let's, <laughs> let's take it down a notch there, Queen, all right? Oh, <laughs> uh. Skelly, 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 Skelly. He's he's very optimistic. He's like, yes, yeah. if I if I, if I say this will be our final battle, then I will win, and this will be our yep. final battle. But <laughs> because I'm good enough, I'm strong enough, and gosh darn it, <laughs> He Man hates me. He Man um, hates me. Yes. And and we we so. We get the we get the reinforcement. Ram Man shot out of the Talon Fighter cannon. That yeah, was which, that was surprising. Yeah. Um <laughs> I never I never would have pictured or at least not pictured, but yeah. heard Danny Trejo as the voice of Ram Man until I mm. heard it on here. Definitely That's a who casting was. that was he he was completely out of left field, but when I heard it in the show, I'm like it actually doesn't sound bad because yeah. I kind of liked that they didn't go Dah! and all that because that was always even even as a kid I didn't like it. It made the character just blah yeah. to me. But he he just he does oh, have good. this kind of like twinkle in his eye when he talks to He Man in that moment. Your mom's looking for you and all that stuff. Yeah. And- <laughs> worried about you <laughs> yeah your mom's but i and i i animation wise i actually really enjoyed the way that they did the effect on his legs the springs because the, the springs yeah, yeah it's like the what you see the uh the the air coming out like the pistons working yeah. to get his legs to launch him out of there i thought that was pretty sweet yeah. so and that led right into my favorite hands down favorite 
battle shot of this series with He-Man just tearing ass through all those shadow beasts and winged creatures and you know you got all those camera spins and him jumping and leaping and running and flying and floating and landing on the windshield of the talon fighter and you know like i love that moment i absolutely that yeah mom, mom can you get me down to the ground to salt and be yeah. home for dinner you know i i normally hate that but the way they did it here maybe just go that's fun it, i like and that and it, it gave like you that, that chuckle and it it, it it in the middle of everything you know everything's gone to shit Every the, the planet almost died. All this, but now it's like okay, Adam's got the sword. He's He Man. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we can win this. Mm-hmm. That that's that's what that point was for me. It was like okay, guys, we've we've got this. We're back. Yep. We're quipping. We're having fun. Mm-hmm. We're not. You know, what, yes, there's a lot of enemies. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're we're seemingly outnumbered. But we're not, you know, it doesn't, yeah. I think all of the heroic warriors felt that at that moment. It's like, you know, we've, we've got our He-Man, you know, and they, mm-hmm. when he lands on the ground, they even say that He-Man, the cavalry's here. We yep, got this, yep. you know, the, yep. the Royal guards rally around him. We get the great line from the trailer, you know, he leads them in the battle. And, and like I said, just all the, the animation, the camera angles, and you watch He-Man during that battle. And he's he's got he's got like we saw back in way back in episode one part one he's got that smirk that mm-hmm. glint that I'm just I'm just a kid having fun out here like this mm-hmm. is yes this is war but hey I'm He Man yes we got this well when when uh, Ram Man gives him the hoverboard yeah and he's he's flying off on that when he flies by the camera you hear him actually laughing a little bit yeah he's, it's like he's he's back into the groove right. he's gonna have we're a good, good, time. We're good. And, i got my power sword we're good exactly <laughs> and and i it made me chuckle just hearing him chuckle and it's like that little kid in me was just like oh just like Gorka said oh are you in trouble now you know right and uh and and uh the other thing about that sequence when I was a kid, filmation kind of kind of paled to me after a certain point because, like, when I saw the intro to Thundercats, oh yeah, that was oh, so yeah. kinetic that I, that, I right. was like, why can't That's we do energy. this with He Man? And when he does that landing and he goes head to head against all the Shadow Beasts, you can't tell me that wasn't the Thundercats intro. Right. He literally just like ripped that from Thundercats. It's like, you know, you're Chitara, you're Panthro, yeah. you're Tigra, you're Lion, you're everybody. You're just going to do everything. And and, I, and even Battle Cat showing up and ripping into the, the freaking chest of one of the Shadow Beasts. Yes. It's like, when, have everything. you ever thought you'd see the day that you'd see something like that? Probably not. That's crazy. Yeah. And, so. and you know, like, like we saw in the trailer, but it was still great. You know, He-Man and Battle Cat launching into the air and slicing mm-hmm. that dragon down. And mm-hmm. and as he does the swipe of the sword, it does the H, like, H, green yeah. wipe. You know, like the old, mm-hmm. the old film age, He-Man, you know? Yeah. Like that. And, and, <laughs> and the badass, he, He-Man lands on the ground and the dragon just explodes behind mm-hmm. him, like... Goes right in that meme of of you know people standing in front of cool shit that they destroyed. You know what yes, I mean? Like, exactly. And the oh. for Eternia battle cry, and then yeah, 
what what I love is in that moment with the dragon, you see the He-Man H come up, but you hear the wet sounds, knowing that he just slayed that thing. Right, right. <laughs> you just hear this point kind of noise. Yep. It's like, oh, that thing is dead. That's all right. there is to it. Oh, my God. So good. So I'm going to have to rewatch just that battle sequence. That's, that was it's, it's worth it. That, was a, work of, that was a work of art. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, fighty fighty is definitely in powerhouse's wheelhouse after that yes, sequence for yes. me. And like I said, this whole second batch, it just the animation just got to the next level. Like the first mm-hmm. half was good. This animation is great. I mean, mm-hmm. they they really are feeling these characters by the end of it. Um everyone got some good moments. Andra had some good moments of uh, Duncan King Randor, like everybody, everybody held their own. Andrew did Iron Man too. She had that moment where she used both of them and she just spun around really fast, like an Iron Man two, where he does that. And he's like, I should have led with that. Yeah. It's kind of a one and done move, you know, and all that at the end, uh, when they're fighting in the kill box at the, at the fair. And, and when she Iron did Man that, I'm like, two once and that was one too many. So, well, when they did that, I'm like, they just took that red out of Iron Man too. I mean, it worked, and I like, I like that Randor looks at her, and he's like, she was a good hire. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was mm-hmm. good. Oh my god, that was great. Yeah, and then Man at Arms doing the mace thing. You know, I got everything I need. He just took his mace and walked right. off and just started beating the crap out of things. It's old school, man. It's old school. <laughs> it is. I appreciated it. I appreciated that a lot, actually. Uh, and then, of course, the final confrontation between He-Man and Skelly God. You know, mm-hmm. he's, you know, I will not be ignored. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he did. He-Man just, like, took off. He's like, whatever, dude. I got to go help my, my friends. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I liked it. I liked He-Man just throwing Skeletor into the Dark Hemisphere. You know, mm-hmm. I was... You know, we talked about it. I was worried about it. Everyone's got this, you know, the villain has to die by the end of the movie, series, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's basically the two tropes nowadays with, with superhero, you know, heroic movies is uh, they got to find out the secret identity and the villain has to die. And, mm-hmm. I mean, we did the secret identity thing, which I think this series has handled that probably the best out of all the ones that have attempted to tackle it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad that they ended He-Man versus Skeletor with He-Man just throwing Skeletor in the good old fashioned, you know, we'll meet again. Well, I, I even liked, he, he said, this isn't about us. Right. I, I, I like that line too, because he Skeletor really is hung up about this the entire time. Oh, and I liked it at the end. He meant he, he, he meant just like I'm here for a whole bunch of other reasons than just dealing with you every freaking day of my life. You know, like, right. I do this because I have to. I don't want to all the time, Skeletor. You know, exactly. Yeah, Skeletor so. sees it as that power struggle. Either He Man's in charge or I'm in charge. And he meant just like, dude, I'm just trying to stop you from taking mm-hmm. everything over. Like, this yep. is, if you weren't here, I wouldn't be. You exactly. Know? Whereas on the opposite side, if He-Man wasn't there, Skeletor would absolutely be there, controlling everything. So, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. No, I I like that. I like that they resisted that 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 because I'm sure that was a temptation. I'm sure there's a draft somewhere where Skeletor dies, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm glad that they they didn't go there. Um, Me too. The uh, I do have to say though I. I am saddened as I as I always am <laughs> when they don't take a chance to set some things right. Um, they did, you know, when the, their Tila beats Hevelin, and she they end up sending the the army of the dead back, and I I like that they well, Evelyn stopped Orko from going. Hmm. But then, in the epilogue, and we'll just deal with Evelyn's epilogue right now, she goes to Trala, but Orko's not with her. So did she really, did they really, we didn't, we don't see Orko after that moment. Mm -hmm. So did she really, did they really save him or not? You know what I mean? I took took it that he... That that ending that they stopped him from from go. I took it as they stopped him from going back with the dead. Yeah, kept him in the living, but then we don't see him again. So that's the only part that confused me. Like, well, why wouldn't he have either rejoined the palace or gone with Linda Trella? And then she had this whole thing with the wand too. So I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be like she took him in the wand like Skeletor did, and she like planted him in Trella. That's that's kind of. I I feel like that was just her putting that there because she's giving up on the stuff that she had become was, accustomed to and is that was the other starting way a I new it could go. like starting fresh because I, I feel like that's a little too much putting everything together. I I feel like it. it I, I I'd have to rewatch the uh, the palace sequences, but I I want to say they kept Orko and he's not going to be dead anymore. But yeah. I don't remember seeing him in the palace because that whole sequence right. is really focused on Andra and Tila and Duncan, really. Right. And um, yeah. And was- actually, I I do like the uh, the the moment between Tila and Adam uh, after that moment, which is quite nice. Yeah, so. I just I I I loved it too. Don't get me wrong; it was it was great. It you referred to it earlier, where you know Adam's like, "Well, you're not even going to need me," and she's mm-hmm. like, oh, "I'm I'm always going to need you." And mm-hmm. they, you know, they hold hands and everything. Mm-hmm. I wish they'd gone for it. I wish they had kissed. <laughs> I, I I can't believe I, they got that close and they didn't go for it. I I agree to an extent, but here's the thing. I feel like it's a step in that direction more than it's ever been. Yeah. Because Tila always saw Adam a certain way until now. Right. And that moment, I, I absolutely love that moment where he's like, I am Adam, Prince of Eternia. Right. And my hero. Right. The thing yeah. about that that I love is Tila wouldn't have done that until this no. story. 
Right. And so oh, she's right. seeing him in a whole new way. And it does open that door that the romantic angle. Now she's going to see it's always been Adam. She's transplanting yep. in her head, transposing. It's not he, man, it's Adam really. And I think it's going to lead to that if they do a, a second season final. Um, yeah. But, but that was, uh, but my thing is like, uh, it, it just shows he's not incapable anymore. You know, he's not yeah. that, that guy. So she views him in a better way, and the romantic angle, I think, is definitely she, she can it's give, there. She can give into it her feelings for him. She yes, doesn't have to yeah. worry about like he's a screw up, though. You know, like he's yeah. going to disappoint yeah. me. You know, it's yeah. go go in filmation. Pawns of the game master. Tila says, "If only I could have someone, you know, as as brave as He Man, but as you know, funny as Adam." And it's mm-hmm. like, hey. What's up? You know, <laughs> but I guess my thing is, and, and I agree, if we get a second season, I think that's where they'll explore that more. But a second season isn't guaranteed. So to me, I'm like, you know what? You have your shot. You have your 10 episodes. Just do it. Like, yeah, that's like the one moment that they that I'm like, oh, we were right there. And I, you know, I got my I got my Tila Sorceress moment. I got my Randor Adam moment, I, you know, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I guess that's my thing. I'm just like, nothing is guaranteed for the future. So just take these moments when you can. And I, I really felt like that would have been a good one, but I mean, the scene was still, the scene was still great. I can, I can, I, I can lament the fact that they, they pulled a punch. All right. <laughs> you, you can, but I, I still feel like that moment wasn't quite, it, it, it needs. It, there needs to be something else to make that moment work better because I feel like that would have been. It, it, it's a little too overreaching for where they are at that point still because they're both. He's he's acclimating to being alive again after yeah. X amount of years and and his whole family situation yeah. it, getting sorted. They're bringing back Oracle from the dead, which. Thanks, Kevin Smith. Now that I know that you did that, that just, <laughs> that's ruffling the feathers of, as much as Fisto. Um, and, and and she's acclimating to all the stuff she's going through and all that. So I, there is that element of I I'm actually excited if there's more after this to see what they do with their yeah. with their relationship because typically she'd be one of his first people to be right there with him if he had an adventure. So here yeah. we have her now that she's just as capable and powered as him in some ways, because she's going toe-to-toe with Heva Lynn, as we've seen, and she was holding her own for quite a lot of it. So it's like, okay, you know, I, I it's like, you want to talk power couple? There you go. You got your power couple, and let's watch them go into it, and then maybe within that whole oh, yeah. story, you'll end up getting your payoff that way, because you got to leave somebody wanting more. You know, if, I mean, in your case, that, that's definitely what you're wanting more of. There you oh, yeah, and, if, and if that happens, I'll be ecstatic and I'll, I'll say, forget what I said here. But if we <laughs> never get anything beyond that point, I'll be if, like, yes. guys, you were right there. Um, well, yeah. So, but what I was going into was, so we fixed Orko. We got to a good spot with them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Preternia. Yeah. You know, Fisto and Clamp Champ, even just the idea of their souls. I mean, mm-hmm. what happened to them? What, you know, 
that's one where I really think that they should have taken a beat to 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 write that wrong. You know, because as it stands now, there's no reward for a, a, a good life lived. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I see. I'm I'm the other shoe. I actually like that. That is a dangling thread now because. Again, you know, that at least has a little bit of something going forward to go, well, how do you handle that? How do you handle the fact that you know there is a heaven and it burned to the ground? Yeah. How do you, is that something that Tila can fix? Or if she can't fix it since, you know, being the sorceress, maybe, maybe they go on a quest to try and get Clamp Champ and Fisto back. And, you know, it's the whole trying to restore that as in Preternia or something. Granted, that to me is almost the similar quest as what we just went on. I hope they don't do it in the same fashion. But that was definitely a... So what happens with that? Are we completely right. done with King Grayskull? Is Wondar and Viking yeah, gone? All that, you know? they're etern- Yeah, Mossman. I mean, all Moss of them. Man, like, exactly. And, and like I said, all the champions from here on out are just, are just dirt. They just... Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... I don't know, just kind of a, a a somber thing to end on. And yeah, they could go on a I they could go on a quest later to try and fix that, but I also don't see that fitting in nicely anywhere. No. Unless you just do a whole series dedicated to that, but then it like you said, it's it's lather, rinse, repeat. You know, okay, yeah, we're going yeah. on a quest to restore something. We just did that. To me, I think it would have been better just as like for evil, evil Lynn, like as she's powering down to like her last thing is to undo what she did, you know, like to really repent, you know. Yeah. Because uh, that's, yeah, I... that's another thing, really, with evil Lynn. Hers was probably the epilogue I'm most upset about. I'm like, so after all the shit she did, they just let her walk? Mm-hmm. Like. I don't know. That just sat wrong with me. Like, she's just free to leave and go to Trala and just start a new life after after she, like you said, she burned heaven to the fucking ground. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I I think she deserved a little more uh, punishment there. I mean, they didn't even well, take her wand away. They, they let her go with it. <laughs> I, the one thing that was brought up uh, before the show aired... And it was something that Kevin Smith actually said in interviews was um, some of this is going to deal with some darker topics or some, you know, like more adult topics like abuse. And it was something that turned into fodder for the clickbait people. But it really was. It was something that was brought up. And I actually thought it was well done the way they did it because Evil Lynn throughout the second part of this series, and even the first part for somewhat, but they really put it under the microscope in some ways, and they examined it a lot with Man at Arms and Beast Man. They 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 kept on doing the whole you know people are laughing at you, you think you're powerful, but really, you know, we feel bad for you and and talking about like the verbal abuse, the physical abuse and all this, uh, the stuff that Skeletor has always put her through. And she just always took it figuring they're going to do this eventually. And when we get to that point, she finds out, Oh, it's only about he man and the sword. There's nothing 
I'm gaining out of this relationship other than it's always going to be about this and I'm second or third rate. And I I feel like them, them addressing that in this almost give, I I hate to say, but it almost gives her the get out of jail free card in some (laughs) respects because you you could burn heaven down and that doesn't affect real life people versus it affects dead people who are dead and just dying a second time. And I I agree with you though. Like her wand Uh, should not have gone with her. That should have been kept in Grayskull or something. It should have been kept in the palace, even in like a, you know, like a, like if, if they have like a Thor uh, or a Odin chamber of all their stuff, you know, they keep it somewhere where it's not with her. But there is a part where it's like she didn't do enough to to be like Skella God kind of stuff the way that he was doing things. Um, so I, there is that whole which well, one did the worst stuff in the amount of time they had that, you know, I guess. Well, but that's the thing, too. But with Skella God, like Skeletor technically got away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like at the end of it, they had Evil Lynn. Mm-hmm. So I just I, I I just felt she should have had some sort of a a comeuppance. You know what I mean? Well, she relinquished the power, which is something she, that she, she did. She, she did. had to seduce Skeletor to get him to do that, which I still think is one of the funniest <laughs> damn parts of this show. And you know, she relinquishes the power, and therefore, in uh, the way that if it, if it was me being Tila, I'd look at that as. If you're willing to give that up, that means it's a step in the right direction because at least you're not holding on to it and expecting to keep moving forward with what you're doing. And she can't reclaim that unless if she gets the power sword again, which I completely agree with you, that does really screw over a lot of the story because mm-hmm. I'm not a fan personally. Like I said, they, they said it in the first episode of part two. Adam was the spark. So how the hell can these people keep on coming uh, to the sword and just doing it if he isn't involved in that incantation? And you know, I, it, it is it is troublesome from the storytelling. That's another thing I don't like. That the fact that we never really explained how that happened or why that happened or why that was possible. Now you're just left with anybody can do this, mm-hmm. and especially with the secret being out. That's dangerous um yeah i I, i'd be really curious how they how they handle that if we keep going because that that's Mm. that's a can of worms it absolutely is um i think if there is any i think those were the big ones for me about i mean like i said i i don't mind a few dangling threads to be resolved but those ones were kind of the ones for me that were like no, you guys really should have taken a minute to to do something with this. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you? Anything nagging at you as as we wrap uh, up? I mean, not not in the way that you were thinking of it, to be honest. Because like the evil in one, like I, I, like my argument, I'm like, well, she gave up the power, you know. Uh, I, I'd have to say, for me, the the one that actually is haunting me mm-hmm. is the ending. Oh, yeah. well, we were gonna, there's no I just want to make sure way. we weren't going to do no, anything no, and, else before that's, we... That's fine. Like, I wanted that's to fine. end on that. <laughs> that's, uh, there, there is no freaking way that that doesn't say they have something in their back pocket going forward because that oh, was absolutely. pretty darn spooky as far as I'm concerned. 
I never thought, like, number one, I never thought there would be a technological cult on Eternia. So that automatically, right. like, that's interesting. And then to end it yeah, on I, that note in particular. <laughs> and I, and I, I, I really thought that. Well, like I said, I thought we were done with Triclops. I did not think yeah. that there was, but it was very, very uh, planned that he not show back up. Because as we mm-hmm. find out, once Skeletor gets the power knocked out of him and he, he goes back, you know, he goes mm-hmm. back to Snake Mountain and he is he is just ripping it apart. He's take that Triclops. He's you, if you hadn't, you know, if you'd been there to help me, I would have won and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? He's like, it's classic mm-hmm. Skeletor. It's everybody else's fault. Um, but yeah, they, uh, and you know what, as soon as, you know, they're like, Oh, well we worship motherboard now and all this and that. As soon as Skeletor looked at it, the first thing I thought of is, Holy shit! They're gonna do new adventures, Skeletor. Mm-hmm. I really thought that he was gonna he was gonna you know motherboard it, drink it, and become that cyborg new adventures Skeletor. Mm-hmm. Um, did you did your mind go? No, just I, me. My I I actually I literally thought he was going to blow it up in front of them and they were going to cower in front of him and be like, I'm, I'm back. Like, you know, I, I could have yeah. heard Mark Hamill, honey, I'm home or something like that. And at least end it that he's back in Snake Mountain and he'll cause trouble another day. Did not see what they, where they went with this at all coming. That's just no. where I was when I saw it. <laughs> like I said, once, once he turned his attention to it, I, my thought was, you know, hey, we're gonna we're, we're gonna go new adventures, Skeletor. Yeah, they, yeah. They still could, but they really they didn't. I mean, no. Um, but then when like it opens up and that robot came out of it, then I was like, okay, what the hell is going on here? And uh, you know, and she's almost like a sorceress robot. She's got the. You know, it's, it was weird because it's it, obviously the bird is Screech-like, but mm-hmm. Skeletor didn't seem to recognize it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then once that robot came out and she had the wings and even the Screech piece kind of became her headdress, I'm mm-hmm. like, I was really confused. I'm like, where are they going with this? And I did not expect the Horde symbol to pop up. That's, nope. That did not even enter my mind as, you know, oh, this is this is a Horde device. You know, even though mm-hmm. the Horde, especially Filmation, were always the technological guys, just my mind did not go there. Neither, neither did mine. And the minute it transforms into, uh, I almost look at it as like this, this like, demonic angel looking yeah, thing. You know, like, exactly. That's where my mind went the most. And I'm like, Okay, this is starting to borderline into like Bonnie Tyler music videos for me. What the fuck is happening? And then when it went into like, I I actually felt bad for Skeletor. I was like, oh my! Yeah. But then it, it's almost that whole thing of evil and talking about how he used her and he was like a tick inside yeah. of her, you know. So it's like I, I'm like, well, this is how it feels, dude. Like it, this is this is going to prison, and the big man named Tiny now is saying. Hey, you drop your soap. It felt a little like that right. in like a payback to him. 
But then on top of it, it's just like that was just haunting to see that as the ending of this series compared to, you know, just I thought it would just end with like fireworks over the royal palace and everybody's happy, you know? And yeah. I, kudos to them for going there because well, it think, does leave a talking point. <laughs> do you think that what because Skeletor was terrified the minute that thing opened up? Do you think he, he recognized it as a horde? thing and he's like oh shit because i mean we know even in this timeline he worked for the horde and yes. he, he yeah. betrayed them so i'm thinking because he did he got freaked out immediately even before the thing started attaching the tubes to him he, he got yeah, freaked no, he, out immediately i feel like when he looked at it I, did, did he say it, it can't be or something i, I could have swore he, said, opened, like he said when it and opened it, he said something like it, that it would not surprise me if he knew what this was. And it was it, it, like the fact that it's something transforming to me automatically makes it like this is foreign to me and masters, even though we had like the rock people, because it yeah. wasn't a lot that transformed other than Modulock and all that. So it's like, okay, it was- this, but I, I feel like he's probably seen it or, or it, it's a, it's, it's similar to something he's seen previously. Right. He and, knew, it, and now it's he like knew oh, it was crap. The board when it opened, so yeah, yeah, and and that's going to be interesting to me because that that's like okay, if that's something we've never seen before, but it's apparently a horde thing. What are they going to throw at us that we aren't going to know about? That's this yeah. version of the horde going so into a, you know possible season two. Or so whatever. this this version of the horde is obviously going to going to follow in filmation's footsteps. They're going to be technological. You know, they're, yeah. they're, we're leaning into the drag store, the mosquito, or, you know, that end of the horde. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really that, I mean, that techno cult is the horde at this mm-hmm. point then. You know, yeah. Hordex already got his little sleeper cell on I, Eternia. I, I actually, I like that quite a lot. It's got this kind of like bioterror vibe about it. Like, oh, yeah. Obviously, it's not, it's not biological, but the techno terror vibe of it that's biological at the same time. Um, cause that, that was one of those stories. Exactly. And it's like, okay, that, that's another neat little nod to, yep. you know, the past of, of masters, but it also is like, that's that's pretty nuts, you know. Do, and yeah. it, and, they, and that's how they're probably circumventing, you know, because uh, was uh, was uh, like Mantena and, and Leech are those like filmation things where they're not going to be able to touch them? Oh no, they can't. As, long as, as long as there's a toy, they're fine. We'll see. All right, so, so they'll be able to do. We, they'll be able to do all the core horde members. Where we, we're yeah. running the problem is actually like Catra. Well, even Catra should be all right because she had the she had Shira a figure. Toy. You're looking at like yeah. Octavia, Voltec, uh, Shadow yeah. Weaver was a big problem for a long time. That seems to be straightened out. Um, but yeah, and, the, and the filmation the comic. only characters. Yeah. That I think is they're, they're bypassing that to be Shadow Weaver now then if they go there. Because <sighs> the, the whole thing with his daughter, if they still See, stick with that. I feel like this show and. I said it in the because we already covered the Skeletor issue of that prequel comic mm-hmm. in episode something something, <laughs> probably, in, probably in the sixties somewhere. Something something dark side something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I said then I said to me and I'm holding to it. 
once Skeletor has the power, if the first thing he doesn't do is resurrect his dead wife, then that whole backstory is bullshit. And mm. the first thing Skeletor the did first, when he got the yeah. power was look into the universe and try and kill He-Man. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you're really after this power, because that was the whole thing, right? He's after his power because he just wants to bring his family back and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, dude, you had that power for days, and you didn't even make an attempt. So I'm saying that that whole backstory, and not necessarily the whole, because I even said then, there's probably bits of truth in there. Mm-hmm. But that I'm doing it for my dead wife, bullshit. Yeah, and that I'm automatically home. makes that makes me want to just throw that comic out the window, because that literally felt like, why yeah. did they even bother with this? The, the only reason I could see it being something now is if it comes into play that way where then he, he finds out, oh, now his daughter is the right hand of Hordak, right. and right. she's like the new Shadow Weaver, even though they can't use the name probably. Or well, whatever. and even but, then, it's, you know, okay, I, I said it when, you know, we found, when Evil Lynn first became Evil Lynn. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. the Orlacs came from Primaria because... Evil Lynn destroyed their world and he was trying to warn them. But then she never does. Mm-hmm. The only thing she destroys <laughs> is Britannia. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. Well, like, what are we doing here? Is it, is it, and is he from an alternate reality? Like, I don't, it just, it's, it's, it's like, it just muddies it. Yeah, because there's again, it's one of those things. There's no clear answer to this. This is why, and I'm not trying to to um, I'm not trying to belittle anybody who worked on the comic books at all because right. there there are definitely contributions to it that I like. I, I still enjoy Mindy Lee's art, for instance. Oh, absolutely. But th- this is part of why, when it comes to Masters of the Universe in comic form, I'm typically not as excited to read it as yeah. I would if it was something else. Because I always feel like just when they, when I almost think it's going to work or they're going to get it, yeah. it doesn't reach the level that I... It's like, just give it that extra little nudge to get it up there. And it never manages to do it. And this is another case in point of that. And yeah. It really is. It makes me just sit there and go, why did I read these? Because there's very little that tied into that. And the, the, the stuff that did was stuff that even my wife tonight was like, did I hear you guys talking about cannibalism? I go, yeah, it makes no sense in Masters of the Universe. I don't know why they went there. But that's the stuff that stuck. Yeah. And the stuff that actually made sense that I was like hoping to see pay off, nothing was covered. It, it yeah. felt like that was that an just, afterthought of, that an, my of a storyline. It, so. it, it, it didn't gel it didn't connect no. we, it, it raises more questions about how they fit together than it does supplement the story which is what it should have done um, the, and agreed yeah uh, so that that was kind of <laughs> dis- and don't get me wrong the episode was great I can't stress that enough I know we're getting bogged down here towards the end yeah but the episode was great that teaser for the horde and and I still believe, you know, because it ends with Skeletor being pumped full of the motherboard technovirus. Mm-hmm. And I really do believe that if we see a season two and they explore this, that we will be seeing a cyborg New Adventures-esque Skeletor. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think that you're making Skeletor technological. That's where you go with it, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, yeah. 
real quick, I did pull it up on my phone. It probably won't show up, but Orko is standing. Nope, it started playing again. Orko is standing in the crowd shot. You can see him at the Royal Palace. Um, okay. There you go. There we go. So he is alive still. He is. He's standing. He he's standing up towards the uh, the foreground. I actually picked up it over here. He's on. He's okay. on the side of the viewer or on the uh, the attendant. I don't know. He's on the side yeah. of the guests rather than on the side of the royal family, but he is floating. Mm -hmm. So, my apologies. Orko is there. <laughs> I just yep. missed him the first go with those new white robes in the palace uh, throne room being predominantly white. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was that was a good episode. That was good. I love. That, that Tila design, I keep going back to Sorceress Tila. God, mm -hmm. that, she is a beautiful design. And I, I want to see more. I want to see more. I want to see new Adventure Skeletor pop up. <laughs> I want to see the Horde come. I want to see He-Man and Sorceress Tila really go to town on some enemies. Like, mm -hmm. you know, because that is one thing. They did do the, the you know, the final hour, the it's do or die. Oh, there's Sorceress Tila. All right, we got this. You know, mm -hmm. so same with He-Man, really, although I didn't, with Adam being there throughout these five episodes, to me, that obviously, to me, that is He-Man. Like, so I didn't feel that absence as I did during the first five. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, overall, it, it was a great wrap up to me. It makes me still sad that Netflix decided to do part one, part two, because if they would have just done this one-stop shop, yeah. I don't think many All people would have had much to say. I, I really, I, I've seen, uh, I haven't seen anybody really say that the part two underwhelmed them or didn't work for them. I've seen a lot of people really, really enjoying this today out of the, the posts I've seen so far. And uh, I mean, I would have, I would have lost my mind watching the last five episodes of this in July oh, with my kids. I, I would, wow. I mean, it, just to see Adam get the sword back after oh, yeah. all the stuff that whole and you get that transformation, I, I would, my kids would have lost their minds watching it yep. with me. And, um, no, it definitely. Like, I, I, are, are you tempted to go back and watch it all the way through now? One through mm -hmm. ten. I'm, I'm debating doing it, but I, I, I don't see my kids doing it. Like tonight, they no, didn't no. need to get through uh, the last two episodes, so I was like, all right, I'll just do them myself. It's no problem. No, no, I'm just, I'm just curious because I know, I know you didn't revisit them before we started. No. I, but I really think, having watched the others, you know, yesterday and then this morning, mm -hmm. you know, it really, like, you really get the feel for that full arc, I guess. I guess what I'm saying. I really, and I think now that the second part, like you said, the people are going to look at it in a different light, having the mm -hmm. full story. This was obviously intended to be an arc, and, um, yeah. you know, it left us hanging for many months, but it, it is complete now, and it is glorious. Yeah, and uh, I mean in the in the second part, even though we we got traditional He Man, classic He Man, 
in the final episode, which I know there were people that were having, uh, if that's all we're going to get, yeah. but it really didn't feel like that was it. Cause it, this, this last five episodes, honestly, they felt like a whole movie. Yeah. And I know it's about the same running time as a movie, but it really felt like it was a movie. And right. by the time you get to that ending, you're ready for it. And yes. it does not disappoint. So, no. yeah. So, and wrapping up here. So, in our, our character hopes, wants, speculation, I got a whopping zero. And uh, <laughs> you take that win home with your whopping one. One, yeah. I can't, I can't believe Manny Faces or Mechanic. I, I cannot anyway, believe. Yeah. And too bad in Cyclone, really. I cannot believe those four were not anywhere in it. But there, hopefully we'll get season two and we'll get to explore some more people. Uh, and hopefully a little more in depth. Um, real quick here, because it was fun. It was fun last time. So, out of the five episodes, if you want to do a complete ranking, go for it. But at, or if nothing else, what was your favorite out of these five episodes? Um, I would say my favorite's the fifth one because that fight is everything I've always wanted to see in Masters. Um. So yeah, number five got to be my favorite. Yeah, I I, I think it's got to be for me too. It's just all the payoffs, all the payoffs. <laughs> Adam getting the sword back, Orko, Tila. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I've got I've got to agree. And I put that as my favorite of the entire show to date as well. Like yeah, um, and, uh, like first episode, I still like that for the feeling of the vintage. And I do love the freaking Savage He-Man episode. That was that so was fun. fun. Dude. Yep. <laughs> so, oh, what a great series! What a great end. Mm. Mm-hmm. They stuck it. I mean, with with even the little you know bits and stuff we talked about, they stuck the landing, and I felt like they didn't they didn't do anything to mess it up really badly. They did enough to make me go, "I need season two. So I got to see how this whole Skeletor story is going to work out now. And like you said, Tila and He-Man yep. going into battle as sorceress and, and champion of Eternia. Let's do this. Absolutely. How cool is that? Their, their blooming relationship. Um, mm-hmm. The threat of the Horde. Um, mm-hmm. I, guess, I guess my only thing is... Because I got to end on a downer. Because apparently that's just who I am now. <laughs> You've been <sighs> hanging out with me too much. <laughs> well, it just—it's funny because you you brought up you brought up Hagar and Voltron. You brought you know we brought up Thanos throughout here. Mm-hmm. You know, Evelyn was the same thing. It's um you know Eternity War. All of these things are building off. We're gonna wipe out life. Yep. You know that that's always the go to now, and it's like it worked here. We did it. Don't keep falling into that same trap, though, if we do go to mm-hmm. season two. I don't want to see the Horde come in and the Horde be like, okay, now we're going to wipe out all life. You know, she and the Princess of Power did the same same thing. You know, oh, we're just going to wipe out everything. And it's like, yeah, we, we do that. We do it. Okay, it's Tuesday again. We're, we're wiping out life again. You know, mm-hmm. so... And and I 
Especially with the way they've set up Motherboard and that turned out to be the Horde, I think it'll be more the 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 assimilation, you know, probably more of Borg type storyline, which I'm which I'm good with. Um mm-hmm. But I guess that's my only thing. It's like it's so easy nowadays to go to that let's wipe out everything. And I just hope they 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 really think hard. If they're gonna come back with a season two, you know, make sure you have a different story. Don't have them restoring Preternia, you know, on a, uh, you know, the quest to restore. Yeah, that's, yeah. we did that. Don't do the hordes are going to wipe out life. We did that. You know, mm-hmm. give me, keep it fresh, keep it new. You guys kept me guessing. You had surprises mm-hmm. for me. And and I really enjoyed that and appreciated that. And I, I would love to thank everybody who worked on this show for delivering an amazing experience from the voice actors to the writers to the directors to the producers um, to Netflix for putting it out. But just mm-hmm. just careful, guys, because it's easy to fall into these same cycles. Yeah, and I mean, adding to that real quick is, you know, my my issue with this still is the fact that this feels like an ending of a show that I never got the beginning of. Yeah. So I I almost feel like, you know, going forward, I'm willing to accept that. But I also, you got to stick to the rules you created here. You maybe have to explain some of the rules a little bit better that you created. And I mean, I know in interviews, Kevin Smith would said, like the initial pitch was calling it the end of the universe. Yeah. And now that we see what it was, it's like, yeah, I, 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 it is. It is the typical trope of there's a ton of stories that have already done that. In the case of Masters, I feel like you have to go there eventually because it's yeah. Masters of the Universe. But right. they've gone there. Let's let's do some other stuff now. Like I, I completely agree with that because it's it's been done to death after 20 years of storytelling the way we've been having it. Right. I love it. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in with us. Thanks for going on this journey. Um, it's it's been a great epic. Um, I can't wait to watch the whole series again, honestly, uh, and see what I missed the first time around, and appreciate it more. I mean, that's the other thing that hit me watching the first five again. Um, every time I watch them, I enjoy them more. It's it you know even the episodes that I thought were slow at first, you know. They they're they're better on rewatch. So and now it, with the whole series done, uh, I really think the saga holds up. So uh, thanks for tuning in with us, guys. Uh, if you like what we're doing here, please support us by subscribing to the channel. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, if you got an extra buck you want to throw our way as a little thank you, we'd appreciate it. Help keep the show running. Uh, visit the link down below at patreon if you want more masters of the universe revelation let netflix know uh you know how you let them know watch it watch mm-hmm. it a lot watch it frequently uh, watch it on different accounts if you and your buddies got together to watch it today you know make sure you guys go home and watch on your own accounts because that's what matters to netflix is the views mm-hmm. um you can also campaign to them you know uh, hashtag more motu I'm sure we'll be flying here. Um, let your voices be heard. Let us know down in the comments below. 
what you thought of the episodes. If you agreed with us, if you disagreed with us, if you have some other takes on it, let us know. Uh, if we got some stuff wrong, like Orko not being in that final palace shot, uh, throw it down there. Let us know. <laughs> you can comment down below. You can find either me or Sean on Facebook, or you can email logpod85 at gmail.com. Uh, we're always happy to hear from you guys. And until next time. Until next time. Go watch some Netflix. Oh, come on. Oh!